0: with church as a whole Philadelphia the one you sitting in right now the one you belong to the one that you a member of the one that you done been here three years five years ten years can I get a hallelujah from somebody your church is a friend of God and you can tell your church is a friend of God because God hears us from this place he hears us from this place God ain't hearing no enemy and God ain't hearing no fake church. God is hearing the friends of God that call upon him. All right. Well, let's get started. Let's look at John chapter 15. We're going to start at verse 14 and kind of move our way through. Hallelujah. How about that worship? Amen. Hallelujah. That worship was awesome. Amen. Man, that song just touched me. That They came out the box hitting home runs. There will be no other God before you. Ooh. That thing just, whoo. You know our first commandment he gave us at Sinai? Whoo! Thou shalt have no other God before me. Ooh. And now the people singing it again. We worshiping it again. Ooh. It's like we coming back to the days of Moses. We on Sinai again. And we telling our God, God, when you gave it to us, we wasn't ready. But now we're ready, God. And there will be no other God before you. We're ready for it now. Balaam ain't got nothing on you. Huh? Huh? No other God before you. There will be. There will be. We're ready for it now. We're ready for it now. Hey! Hey! How many people can say that? How many people stand to your feet if you ready? Come on, Judah. Come on, Judah. they trying to make you worship something else. But today we declare there will be, there will be, there will be. They can worship what they want. But that's for us in our house. hey, 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 hey. hey. Come on, just keep that going for a second. Hey, no other God. Other God. No for other God. 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 Hallelujah. Come on. There will be no be other God. Hey. hey. Come on, somebody. Come on, help me worship. Help me worship. There will be no hey. Hey! I heard, I heard something. There will be no other God but Yahweh. Can we say that? Can we say that it's just simple. There will be no other God but Yahweh. Other God but Yahweh. Hey, God, I felt it. There will be no. of God yeah. Give Him praise! Give Him praise! No one, no
1: one,
0: give Him praise! Come on, worship! Come on, worship! Come on, worship! No healer like Him, hey! No savior like Him, hey! Come on, worship! Come on, worship! Come on, worship! Hey. No other God, no other Prince of Peace, come on, no other Redeemer, come on, no other Savior, come on, no other way maker, come on, no other truth, hey. no other way, no other life, come on, worship, come on, don't be afraid to worship, don't be afraid to worship, don't be afraid to worship. tried this and untried that, but we come right back to where we started, come right back to where we started, that there's no one beside him, no one before him, and there will be no one after him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Else for us, y'all. Nobody else for us. Y'all. Nobody else for us. Nobody else for us. Might be something that bark and get our attention. But our heart of hearts, we know who we belong to. We know who we belong to. There's no other god for Judah. No other God for you No other God. No other God. Come on, give him praise up in this house. Come on, give him the glory he deserves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So most high as we worship, receive our worship, God. The fruit of our lips, but also God, the labor of our hands. Take all that's been given during offering and even during this time and add such a special blessing to it. Such a a proof of your presence amongst your people again. We pray for the Isaac hundredfold return at the least upon your people's investment this morning. We pray God, while the Dow Jones is shaking, that the G-O-D would be stable, God. That during times of famine and short, God, that you would show the world that there is no other God beside you. So increase your people now. Speak to them now. Comfort them now, God. Tell them that no matter what it looks like, no matter how close it gets, that the oil will never run out and that the meal will never fail. No matter how it looks like the bottle may be getting close to the end of it, ha! there's no provider like you and you've never failed us yet hey! comfort them God that you will meet every need that presents itself God there will be no other God before you for us as a people and for our families and our children So add the hundredfold blessing to your people now. Now, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There will be no other God before you. I see y'all giving online as well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Millers and the Marzells and Jeddah. Hallelujah. Paris, Lakeisha, Dorell's, Days, Cornelius, and Fontanets. So many giving online. Hallelujah. I see your money. Hallelujah. Miss Vanessa. So many giving online. Miss Loretta. And Kizzy Carl Marshall, Aisha, and Rose Peters, and Kimberly Durrell. woo, they giving online, y'all. They, they, they giving online, they saying there will be no other God before you. Vanessa Esprit, and hallelujah, Katrina Brown, and Helena Smith, and so many, so many. Even ones that you don't see seated in here that you wondering where they are, they ain't never left this place. There will be, there will be. Don't you dare judge because you just don't see their body. <laughs> their treasure still with us. Anybody hear me up in here? And where your treasure is, that's where your heart going to be. That's where your heart really is. Just so you don't see them, don't you dare judge them. And when they walk back in, don't you give them no conviction where you been. Because <laughs> to some of y'all, they could ask y'all the same thing, where you been? Huh? they giving, they giving, they giving Brandy, I see you, I see you London, Leroy London, I see you Carla Carter, I see you, they, they listen listen listen, they here they are here and I know we packed this morning yeah. but they got more in this room than y'all know, hey, God have mercy, they be, they be more for us than against us whoo Because they know the God we serve in this place. And it's not even about us. It's about the God that's here. It's about the God that's here. You see? We worship him. And there will be no other God before Philadelphia. You see? So, Father, bless your people. And bless us as we get into this word, God. In Yeshua, Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. 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 We're gonna turn to John in 15 and, and get in this word a little bit. Hallelujah, Israel. Appreciate y'all, Josh. Appreciate y'all. Hallelujah, brother. Chesterfield. Hallelujah. He back down the drums. Hallelujah, I see him in the bongos. I see, you, brother. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Big John playing something over there. He got an instru- He got an instrument too, y'all. But his instruments might be his hands this morning. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's look at it. John 15 and um, verse 13. Hallelujah. The Bible says, greater love had no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Hallelujah. You like that first lady? Hallelujah. (laughs) You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name. Golly, we just read it y'all we just it. that whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you these things I command you that you love one another if the world hates you know that it hated me before it hated you for if you were of the world the world would love his own but because you are not of the world But I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will also keep yours. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake. Because they know not him that sent me. Woo, come on, give y'all some praise up in here. Woo! Thank you, Most High, for your word. We give you praise and glory and honor for just blessing us with your word. And we thank you so much for the presence that's here, for the spirit, for the vibe that's here this morning, God. It's just so good, God, uh, that Philly. Is, uh, is just the energy, God, just the, the atmosphere is so rich and so pure, God. And so bless us here as we get into your word. It's in Yeshua, Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, give him some praise up in this house. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. Saints of God, hallelujah, just remember, we've been talking about being a friend of God, right? And we noticed last time that, the eastern kings uh, that uh, they had a circle of of men of people that they considered friends of the king, and those friends of the king shared intimacy with the king. Uh, they shared their hearts with the king. The king shared their hearts with his hearts his his heart with them. Hallelujah, and Hallelujah. They would be in the king's house, uh, uh, in his room. Amen. They were just that intimate with him, and and and. Uh, Whatever they knew, the king knew what was going on. And what the king knew, hallelujah, he told them, amen, friends of the king. And we said that it's a great honor to be friends with a person of influence, of position, and of power. And how much more to be the friend of Almighty God, a friend of Yahweh, a friend of the one who knows everything in his omniscience, a friend of the one who has all power in his omnipotence. A friend of the one who didn't live, amen, and was born a day and is going to die a day, a one who's eternal, amen, done seen it all, all right? A friend who could never be beaten, never impeached, never usurped, huh? How many people want a friend like that, amen, hallelujah, an unlimited friend, a friend of God, and we say that, In the Bible, amen, there have been people in our scriptures who have uh, risen to this status of friendship with God. We talked about Abraham. We talked about Moses, amen. We talked about Enoch. Of course, there were others, amen, like Noah and David and Elijah. And of course, the prophets and his apostles, amen, who he's speaking to in this particular text, friends with God. We said that we have to check ourselves and examine ourselves whether we are friends with God. And we said that, number one, to be a friend of God, you have to be saved. You have to be born again, blood-bought, washed, amen, with the blood of Yahshua Jesus. You have to know that you are a sinner. Believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ as the only payment, the atonement for your sins. All right? You have to understand that your works of righteousness to God is like filthy rags. And that apart from Christ, we are nothing and can add nothing and can do nothing. Amen. To to hallelujah to win our salvation. Alright? In Christ alone, our hope is found. You know? He's the solid rock. He's the foundation. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. But also, to be a friend of God is not only to be saved and reconciled with God, you got to obey God. You have to live a life where you are striving for obedience. Nobody's going to be perfect, all right? But you can tell when somebody's trying to do something when they're not trying at all, all right? And so there must be a striving, a struggle to do right. If you could just do wrong so easily with no conviction, with no type of of of, uh, uh, conscious condemnation on your own self. You're like, ah, I need to do better. All right? All right? The saved just don't run back to their vomit so easily. Anybody hear me up in here? All right? It's conviction all the way. All right? And so as believers, we live a life where we have some ebbs and flows, some dips and crests in our obedience. But well, for the most part, we live in a life, y'all, where we're trying our best to obey him. Yes. That's a friend of God. Friend of God, you talk about him because friends talk about each other. Friend of God, you spend time with him. Amen. Because friends spend time together. All right. Spending time is in his word, in prayer, at his house like all, like all, all are this morning. Amen. Come on. Give God some glory <coughs> for some friends up in here. All right, a friend means that we're not of the world, all right? We're going to talk a little bit more about that, amen, uh, this morning, amen. Being a friend of God means he reveals things to you because friends share secrets and hopes and dreams and even nightmares with one another. And we talked about that, that God revealed those things to his friends. He don't do nothing in the earth without letting his prophets know, amen. Moving on, being a friend of God, and I think we covered this last time, means that you are chosen, All right. And this was just to humble us. Amen. For those of us that's in the category of friends is to humble us and to let us know we only friends because God chose us to be friends. Amen. Amen? That's that's the way it goes. And we went off into that talking about how of our own, we could never choose God because we totally depraved. Sin then had its course upon humanity and men prefer darkness instead of light. So how can you choose light when it's not in you to choose light? How can you awaken yourself when you're dead? How can you hear when you're deaf? How can you see when you're blind? You need a heavenly, divine intervention. And so God intervened. Huh? He said, I know they lost, but I'm going to put this one in my book. This one is special to me. This one the world wants, but I want them before the world. And so I'm get them because I'm preeminent. And the world put in an offer and say, hallelujah, Montgomery is mine. The world put on an offer and said, Bryce is mine. But God said, no, 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 no. Read the dotted line. I chose him before the foundation of the world. He been mine. He been mine, world, before you was ever in existence. Montgomery belongs to me. You see? Then he come and buy you with the blood of Jesus. You see? Paid more for you than you deserve. With the precious blood. And so we began to just talk about that, how we are chosen in him before the foundation of the world. And so this morning we continue, y'all, just talking about being a friend of God. And hopefully I can get through a little bit more, amen, this morning. But we're going to follow the Spirit and see where the Spirit take us, amen. Hallelujah. So uh, the eighth part of this particular sermon, y'all, Hallelujah. Being a friend of God means he answers your prayers. He answers your prayers. All right. is one of the benefits of being a friend of God. You get answered prayer. And we see it in our text as we look at verse uh, 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 15 and, and 16. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, really, let's go to 16. He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit yep. and that your fruit should remain. Yep. But look, what else would friends get? Friends get this. Whatsoever you shall ask of the Father yep. in my name, he may give it Woo! to you. Come on, Thank somebody got to shout. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Woo. This is a benefit of being a friend of God. He will not only reveal things to you, but when you need him most, he will show up and show out on your behalf. All you got to do is just ask it in his name. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I don't know the power. I don't know if you know the power you have with God. If you are a friend of God, you can move the one that can move heaven and earth. You see, our name, Israel, when you go back to the etymology of the name of our people, Israel means prince with God. But when you go even deeper, it means you have power with God. It means that God will move for you. Not because he has to, but because he has endeared himself to you. He will be moved for you. And you got to go back to when he gave us that name. It was when Jacob wrestled with him. Hey, God. Because sometimes to get what you want, hallelujah, you got to wrestle sometimes with your God. You got to tell your God, I will not let you go until you bless me. Hey, somebody got to shout unto God when you're praying for that husband you gotta say i'm not gonna let you go tell you bless when you're praying for them children i will not let you go until you bless when you're praying for that breakthrough you got i'm not gonna let you go until you bless me sometimes you just gotta hold on to god and it's not that he's not gonna give it to you he just want to see how long you're gonna hold on hey hey he just want to see how long you're going to hold on. You see? It's like putting records in the book. <laughs> huh? First lady held on for this long. huh? girl held on for this long. And it seemed like right when we let go, that's when he blessed us. <clears throat> he was going to do it anyway. He just wanted to see how long Amen. you was going to hold on. Do you know the power of your name, Israel? That you have power with God this morning. As long as you are a friend of God. You see? Being a friend of God gets you answered prayer. As we watch the other friends that we've spoken about. People like Moses. Moses got answered prayer. They were hungry. Moses prayed bread from heaven. They were thirsty. Moses prayed, water from a rock. They needed some, they needed, they wanted two-piece dog. You know them Hebrews. They wanted meat. They They wanted meat. Moses prayed, quail. You understand what I'm saying? The friends of God, the one that said there will be no other God before you. They get answered prayer. Not only him, but Abraham got answered prayer. Huh? you know, a hundred years old having children. That's right. There will be no other God before you. ooh! ooh. what about the other friends of God? Huh? Elijah answered prayer. Fire from heaven that the God that answers Jesus. by fire, let him be God. Hey. Hey. All them other people cutting themselves. They ain't no friends of God. Friend of God who prayed fire down from heaven, consumed the altar, dried up the water, there will be no other God before you. Friends of God like David, praying God hear, God move, God stop plagues, God put the enemies to flight, there will be no other God before you. Friends of God like Daniel, huh? So close to God, he shut the mouths of lions in the pit with hungry lions, huh? God make their bellies full. There will be no other God before you, you see? You see? No other, you see? And so a friend of God gets answered prayer. Got a question for you. Do you experience answered prayer this morning? Ooh. Does your God hear you on high this morning? Is your life characterized by miracles, signs, wonders? Do you have a life of Ebenezer stones lined up? Things that's not supposed to happen then suddenly. Ooh will be no other God before you. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Your God, break through. Invade the realm of humanity. And come down and open things that should be closed and close things that should be open. Is that your life experience? Is the husband sitting next to you an answer to prayer in some kind of way? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Is the wife sitting next to your answer to prayer in some kind of way? Are the children lined up on the seats next to your answer to prayer in some kind of way? There will be no other God. My God, listen to me. Listen to me. You can see whether you a friend of God. Because you will see answered prayer. You see? Now, some of y'all, hallelujah, you still wrestling, but that's okay. (laughs) Keep wrestling, because the answer coming. Keep wrestling, because the answer coming. But look at your life all in the other areas. You're going to see miracles, signs, wonders, Ebenezer stones, testimonies of your God moving on your behalf, healings and deliverances, people on hospital beds and ICUs, on breathing machines. And you pray and God wake them up out of nowhere. Anybody hear me up in here? People lost, don't know God, and you pray in some kind of way. They sit next to you in church. On this day, there will be no other God before you. Anybody hear me up in here? My God, my God, I stand before you. Hallelujah. Not saying something I heard, but something I know. That when you are a friend of God, he will hear you on high and send provision from heaven, deliverance from heaven. That job you have today. Do you remember when you prayed for it? That car you drove here, do you remember when you prayed for it? Some of y'all saying, Pastor, not just the car, but the gas that's in the car this morning was a answer. To prayer, when you're a friend of God, God answers you. Breakthroughs, miracles. Some of y'all, it's a business that you have. And God is just blessing you in and out. You should be able to see it. You should be able to tell when you're a friend of God. And sometimes we forget because every morning, listen, we don't count our blessings, but we need to. But we need to. Because it's the goodness of God that leaded us to repentance and if we would just stop for a second and just remember how good God been to us hey, sin gonna be far away from us. There will be no other God before you. Because he's just so good to us. Y'all still up out there? You see, You We're gonna get answered prayer. You should be able to see it in your life. But people should be able to see it in your life, too. People close to you should see that your life is a walking miracle. You shouldn't be where you are. You shouldn't have what you have. You shouldn't even be alive today. Listen, you should be locked up. You should be in somebody's jail. You should have been dead, sitting, sleeping in your grave. They should look at your life and say, man, there's a God in heaven. You see, you see, as we turn our Bibles or put on the screen, uh, 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 1 Kings 17, we have the prophet Elijah. And the prophet Elijah is with the widow. And God is providing for the widow, amen, left and right because of Elijah. Because she baked him that cake first, gave it to the man of God. And God said, listen, you gave your last to the man of God. And I'm going to bless you to where you never run out. You're going to run over. You're going to be blessed all your life. You ain't got to worry about a thing because when you're with me, I'm with you, God saying. Amen. Woo, that's somebody's testimony this morning. Somebody' testimony this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You hear that, huh, Alicia? Hallelujah. Wherever she is in here. Hallelujah. But as we look at 21, something happened to the widow. Her son died. Yeah. Out the blue, trouble happened. Yeah. You know? And she come to Elijah and she say, man, trouble is in my house. So Elijah, amen, pray for the boy. And the Bible says in 21, and he stretched himself upon the child three times. You see... What you got to know is when you're a friend of God, the anointing is not just in your prayer. It's on your body. Woo! It's in your bones. Hey, God. Remember the story they dropped the dead man on the prophet's bone and it revived him? Because the anointing is on you. It's so heavy. It was so heavy on Jesus, she just touched the hem of his garment. Woo! So Elijah stretched himself. He embraced the boy. He hugged the boy. The anointing that was on him transferred to the boy. And then he prayed and cried unto the Lord and said, oh, Lord, my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come unto him again. See, the anointing can heal the body, but only God can release the soul back. Anybody hear me up in here? Woo! Hallelujah. Go on to verse 22. The Bible says, and the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, because yes. Elijah is a friend of God. Yes. The Lord heard his voice, heard him from earth to heaven. The Lord heard his voice and the soul of the child came into him again and he revived, <gasps> came back to life, Thank you, Lord. came back to life. The soul came back in, <gasps> the breath entered back into his body. The breath entered back and tied itself so it wouldn't release again. Woo, the breath came back. Woo, he tied a knot in it. He back. (gasps) The Bible says in 23, hallelujah. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. Could you imagine that, mama? That child was gone. She probably was preparing a funeral. (laughs) Elijah come down and said, cancel your plans. There'll be no funeral today. Woo! There'll be no other God. Before you cancel the plans, Leah, there'll be no funeral today. Woo! There'll be no funeral today. You see? Listen to me, man. And delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, see, thy son living. And look what she said. Look what she said. And the woman said unto Elijah... Now, by this, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Now, she should have known by the oil in the meal. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes our people could see things and not really see things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes miracles can be happening in their presence and they still don't see it. Sometimes they forget about the loaves and the fish, and Jesus got to come and say, Did not I just? oh God have mercy have you forgotten already sometimes our people can be so forgetful of miracles and signs and wonders so she got to see something again so she say now by this I know thou art a man of God and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is true all of the story is child of God Not only will you be able to tell when you're a friend of God, but others around you will be able to say, now, by this I know (laughs) that you are a man or a woman of God. They will see it, your lost friends, lost family, your neighbors, they all going to see it by God moving on your behalf, hearing your voice when you open your mouth. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You will know when you're a friend of God, but people should be able to see it as well. They'll see your life characterized by miracles and power. You see what I'm saying? That's the way that God works. Not only with, hallelujah, Elijah, but with Paul as well. Paul would tell him all the time, you'll be able to tell when God is with somebody. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4 in verse 18, Paul said, now some are puffed up, proud, proud. They got a little knowledge, and knowledge does what? Puff up. Some are puffed up as though I would not come to you, Paul said. Paul said, they puffed up because I'm not there. But let me show up on the scene. Paul said, let me walk through. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Paul's said 19, but I will come to you shortly. I'm on my way. Yeah. And if the Lord will and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. Hey. Paul is saying they got a lot that bump their gums. Yeah. But they ain't got no power. Yeah. Woo! They ain't got no ministry that's characterized by signs and wonders and miracles. They don't have the Ebenezer stones. They don't have the testimonies that they are friends of God, that God hears them. And Paul said, y'all listen to people that's bumping their gums but it, they have no evidence that God hear them. Hey, God have mercy. They have no evidence that God hear them. And Paul's ministry was being called into question. His apostleship was being doubted. And Paul is saying, don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. Don't get tricked up by pretty words and pretty speeches. Paul said, look for the answer prayer. Look for the power. Come on, give God some glory up in him. Because a true friend of God going to have power. In your life, there going to be many that come on the side of you and try to emulate you and try to be you. And try to get close to your family and to your friends and, and try to look like you. They counterfeits. Anybody hear me up in here? They counterfeits. When you start praying at the house, they start praying too. When you lay hands, they come behind you lay hands too. They won't quote a scripture. And you know deep inside, they ain't—they not even a believer. Anybody hear me up in here? The difference between you and them going to be characterized by the God that hears. God going to show that you the real He's going to show that you the truth, not just by words, because anybody can talk, but by the answered prayer that brings forth power. Hey, my God, somebody gotta shout to God. Woo-hoo. And that's what he says in 1 Corinthians two and four. Look what he says. He was on him. He said, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Wasn't up in here to bamboozle y'all and brainwash y'all with just words. He said, but after the service was over, it was in demonstration of what? Spirit and power. If you could take out the words, Paul said, "You you you could take both our sermons, throw it out the window. Now look at the demonstration. Look at the demonstration, Paul is saying. You should be able to tell when you're a friend of God, but others should be able to tell as well. When you get amongst your friends and family, listen, don't you hold back prayer. Don't you hold back prayer. Show them that God hears you. And the devil gonna put a little fear in you. Well, what if I lay hands and they don't be healed? Listen, that's not your concern whether they be healed or not. You just got to ask it in what? In Jesus' name. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Y'all have situations that's presenting itself at the house, in your family. People getting sick, people getting locked up, people having trouble with some different things, people needing a car, people needing a house, hallelujah. And you sitting there and you got the answer on the inside of you. And God is like, will you open your mouth? Will you call upon me so that I could show them that you are my friend, my child, my daughter, my son? Will you open your mouth? Because if you would just open your mouth and pray and they receive it, they're going to know where to go when they're in trouble on the next time. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God. My God. And that's how you get them from the streets to the church. That's That's how you get them from the trap house to the church house. You let them see that your faith is just not in word. But it is in power. Come on, give him some praise up in him. Anytime the gospel was preached, power was accompanied with it. First Thessalonians, the Bible tells us, Paul, once again, he says, for our gospel came not unto you in word only. Mm, we were just up here talking. We weren't just up here talking to save your soul, but to do nothing for the life you live on earth. Mm-mm. That's not the whole gospel. The gospel frees you from everything. Everything. Not only from hell, but from sin. Not only from sin, but from addictions. Not only from the curse of poverty, but it releases you into the blessing of prosperity. Anybody hear me up in here? Listen. We're translated out of darkness into light, Into the kingdom of the dear son. And the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, now and now to our benefit and our behalf. Listen, that is the full gospel. The gospel comes... With power. So people are healed in the presence of a true gospel. People are delivered in the presence of the true gospel. People are set free in the presence of the true gospel. People say the way I used to be is not the way that I am now, and I still got my struggles. Hey, I'm not what I ought to be, but I'm for sure ain't what I used to be. Hey, come on, somebody. Don't let me get excited by myself up in here. Because a wonderful change has come over me. It's something on the inside. I just can't do it like I used to do it because something on the... There is a power that comes with the gospel. It's an anointing. It's a power that affects us in every realm of life. And Paul is telling us, he said, my gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power. That's that word dunamis. Dunamis is where we get our English word dynamite. And you only need a dynamite when you had to get rocks out the way. When you're trying to go somewhere and you got an obstacle that's stopping you, you put a little dynamite on it. Anybody hear me up in here? Huh? And dynamite don't say rocks, please move. (laughs) No, dynamite go kaboom. You understand what I'm saying? The power of your life goes, the power of God in your life goes kaboom in your life. It take your problems that's holding you back and it go kaboom. It takes the sickness that's on your body, and it go kaboom. It takes the strongholds of sin in your life, and it goes kaboom. Because the weapons of our warfare are not corner, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down, tearing down, smashing down the of every stronghold. The power of God goes what? Kaboom. That's what he means by dunamis. Put that scripture back up there. We ain't done with it yet. For the gospel came unto you, not in word only, but also in dunamis power, and in the Holy Ghost, and in much assurance. Because when you saw it, when you felt it, you knew it was real, because it changed you. You say like the ball, did not our hearts burn within us while we walked along the way? This wasn't just a... I don't been to speech class. I don't been in debate. This ain't just a speech. It's something supernatural going on. I, when I brought a problem, my problem got solved. It's something supernatural going on. Before I got there, I was in this mess, and now I'm in this. Something done happened. And so I have much assurance as you know what manner of men we were among you. Hallelujah. Among you for your sake. And so listen answered prayer is gonna be a a evidence, a token, amen, a, a sign that someone is a friend of God. And you gotta judge yourself first. Am I a friend of God? You also gotta look out, cause you're gonna be able to tell when people around you are friends of God. And you gotta know where to go when you're in trouble, when you need somebody to stand in agreement with you. You don't wanna agree with the enemy with God, you wanna agree with a friend of God, hallelujah. Some of y'all been praying with enemies. You better find yourself a friend of God. Anybody hear me up in here? They praying for you, but they don't really want you to have it. Anybody hear me up in here? They praying for you, but something deep inside don't want you to get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's not who you get to stand in agreement with you. See, you a friend of God. You need another friend of God. And so you got to judge yourself. Do I get answered prayer? And look out and see, man, who around me gets this answered prayer? Come on, give y'all some praise up in this house. Now, I want to show you as a church, and, and Deacon Carl, uh, and the ministers, uh, uh, testify to you. We are a church, y'all, of answered prayer. Our church as a whole, Philadelphia, the one you sitting in right now, The one you belong to, the one that you a member of, the one that you done been here three years, five years, ten years. Can I get a hallelujah from somebody? Your church is a friend of God. And you can tell your church is a friend of God because God hears us from this place. He hears us from this place. God ain't hearing no enemy. And God ain't hearing no fake church. God is hearing the friends of God that call upon him. Listen to me. I'm not going to dwell there long, but I don't want you to sit in the place and not know the value of the place. Because if you don't know the value of the place, you're going to leave the place. How you leave the place where God hear you from? How you? Oh, God. Oh, God. Listen, so i got to talk about the value of this place. I ain't get it, God. He get the glory for it, so come on and magnify the Lord with me. The church we've been blessed with, I say we because I'm blessed to be a part of it too. This church is a friend of God, it gets answers, prayer, pastor. What are you talking about? All the salvations that's happening that's been happening since 2007, and before that, in the little Bible study. We prayed for souls in God's son of souls. Anybody here me up in here. See if you in here you are answer to prayer. Hallelujah. You are evidence that God hears us. <laughs> and you might have been invited by this one and by the one. it wasn't really them. They were just a, So God invited you here. Because nobody can come to the son unless the father draw him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't make a big deal about who invited you. God wanted you here. And he drew you here as an answer to prayer. You see, as we watch the souls that come in and we watch the, the presence at the altar. Listen, listen, some of y'all, y'all ain't been to other churches. This is your first church. That's how strong the prayer of salvation was. It, 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 it got you, got you straight out the streets. This is your first church. But listen, the power of salvation is not at every altar like it is at Philadelphia. It's not in every church. Salvations are not happening readily. People are not at the altar crying and saying, I'm I'm giving up this and I'm giving up that. Listen, I done been in many churches, man. You know? What we have here is an answer to prayer. And those of us, like Miss Mary, better call first lady. Listen, we'd be in prayer by ourselves saying, Lord, send the people. Send the souls. And save them, God. And listen, Deacon will tell you, we watched them come in one by one, ten by ten, hundred by hundred. Answered prayer, this church, is a, is, a, is a friend of God, not just the salvations, but the healings that took place in this place. How many people have been healed by God in this place? How many people, hallelujah, you say, Lord, you come through. I can raise my hand too because I done been in bed and couldn't get up. But the prayers from this place, this house, the healings, not just the healings, but the blessings. Because we could say like Jacob, I came in empty, but I'm leaving out full. Hey, the blessings, (laughs) the blessings, the blessings, the blessings. Listen, listen, listen. When we came in, baby, you didn't know where we was living at. I'm talking about hood, baby. Shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front door, back door, same door. <laughs> Ambulance outside, shooting outside. dice game outside. We come up in this place, God, we worship, we pray, God. Give us houses. We walk and God give us cars. <laughs> <laughs> God, give us spouses. God, give us children. God, give me a son. God. In this place. Yes, sir. In this place. A friend of God, your church. Don't forget that. Utter your prayers now, even now, under the word, the things you want now. Because he hears us from this place. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. Prayer go up from this place every day. The walls in this place stain with prayer. If walls could talk, it would give you years worth of prayer. You see? You see? And not just years worth of prayer, but years of answers open wounds, open prison doors. We pray for people to come out of jail and they done came out of jail. You understand what I'm saying? You see? And then we pray for this building and we get it. We pray for land and we get it. We pray to be national and we get it. We pray for other churches and we get it. <laughs> we pray to awaken the nation that we really are the people. And have you been watching the news lately? (laughs) (laughs) The ball can't stop talking. It's costing them money that I don't care, we the people. We the people and y'all not. It cost you a half a billion, I don't care. Spreading like wildfire. Somebody say wildfire. Wildfire. You see, this house to the glory of God is a house of answered prayer. And we magnifying God about it, we happy to be here. And we know the value of it. We're not going to run out of it so fast to go to an Ichabod, to go to a barren place. How you leave a place where God heard you to go to a place where God can't hear? How you... That's what Paul was trying to tell him. He said, man, y'all tripping, man. Y'all going for words when you got words and power. You will know the friends of God whether you are and whether others are. Whether whole ministries, churches, and even denominations are by whether God hears them on high and answers them down low. Come on, give y'all some praise up in here. Woo! And I know some of y'all. That's why some of y'all still here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't like the person in the next room. <laughs> but God done heard me They just listen, I ain't leaving my church. They could they could leave. I ain't leave. <laughs> that's how you gotta be. That's how you gotta be. Because I'm not here for them anyway. I don't care about them. I don't care who here. Yeah, they could, they could, they could roll their eyes. They could do, I, I don't care about them. I'm here because God heard me here. Woo, come on, pastor, go to the next one. Go to the next one, come on. Being a friend of God also means loving his children. Yes. Loving his children. All right, I could have just stayed on that first one, the power, but, but we, gotta, we gotta keep on moving. Being a friend of God means loving his children. And we get that, y'all, uh, uh, in the context of our text right here in verse 17 after he says whatsoever you shall ask and in in, 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 ask the Father in my name he may give it to you but 17 says these things I command you that you love one another and you see we all just talk about that same text about friends and and Jesus is saying once again that friends of God love the people of God yes. love the children of God he's going to cover it right quick quickly amen Just just going. Is my mic going in and out? Hallelujah. Is that is that something with me or something with y'all? Hallelujah. We're going to just continue to rock with it. If I hear it, I'm going to repeat what I see. All right. All right. So so here we go. So so in verse 14, going back to 14, he says, you are my friends. If you do whatsoever, I command you. All right. So if you do his commands, you his friend. Now read 17. These things I command you. That you love one another. Yes. You're my friends, if you do what I command, well, here's what I'm commanding you. Love one another. All right? You are a friend if you love the children of God, if you love the people of God. Yes. You see? You can't be a friend of God and hate God's people. You can't be like that. You can't be like that. And I know that some of us special in here, Listen, I know it. I'm your pastor. They got a lot of special people up in here. Ooh, so special. Peculiar. <laughs> One of a kind. You see? But, but, but to not, you know what I'm saying, like certain things about them and not loving them is two different things. You understand what I'm saying? All right. All right. I, I could not like your fallen ways. I cannot like some of the things that God's still working on you with. And we all have those. But at the end of the day, because you his child and I'm his child, I love you. Anybody hear me up in here? All right. Now, I might not go spend the night to your house. And we might not talk every day, you know, because if I spend too much time with you, I'm going to lay hands on you and not in prayer. I'm going to choke the devil at you. You see? You see? But love means that I love you. All right? And Christians got to start understanding that. Not everybody you could be around all the time. We got real brothers and sisters we can't be around all the time. Oh, we got mamas and daddies we can't be around all the time. So we, we get saved and we say, we just going to be with this one just 24 hours. Well, you better stop that. All right, all right, lest you stop loving them. You see, uh, uh, God taught me and First Lady that early in our Christianity that you shouldn't go to your neighbor's house too much, lest you all weary each other. All right, and some folk we get saved and, and we get excited and we want to be by somebody's house 24 7, 24 7, 24 7, and then wonder why we're falling out. We're falling out because we're in a fallen world we fall falling out because you still got segments and portions of yourself that's fallen that God's still working on. We're falling out because the fallen angel is coming to try to destroy our unity. And so we love each other, but we got to love each other with wisdom. All right. And when we start working on each other's nerves, we got to give each other some space. All right. Okay, I got a few claps with that. All right. And and, and you be with them as long as you can, and you come on out. All right? But you got to love the people of God, or sometimes y'all be spending too much time together. And boy, listen, it's a thin line, yeah. (laughs) Between love and hate, boy. All right? All right? Move around, church. Don't just get you one little group of friends, and that's it. Move around. Meet some people. Socialize. Walk up and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kai. You understand what I'm saying? Hi, I'm Keith. What's your name? Yeah. Introduce yourself to some people. Walk around, mingle a little. All right? Now, married men don't mingle too much. Married women don't mingle too much. In fact, don't mingle at all. (laughs) Mingle with the men. All right? Yeah, let's get back to it. Good Lord, I've been lost that one. <laughs> All right, so being a friend of God means you love his people. You love them, y'all. Just by way of just, you know what I'm saying, recap right quick. 1 John 5, 1, we went through it already, and I got it in the NLT. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. Do you love the Father? Man, love his children. Amen. You see, you know the parable. What you do for the least of these, you've done it unto me. So if you toll off the least of these, if you backstab the least of these, if you've slandered the least of these, if you gossip about the least of these, if you pass on the least of these, you've done it unto him. So we just gotta really, really strive to be good to one another because God is watching. And he watches the way you treat his children. And you say, Pastor, but he, if he watching, then he knows how ratchet they are. Yes, he does know how ratchet they are. And he knows how ratchet you are. And just like he still loves you in your ratchetness, he still loves them in their ratchetness because you don't know where they come from. You don't know all they've been through. If you've been through what they've been through, you wouldn't be half the person they are. <laughs> this is them at their best. Have you met their sisters and their brothers? This is them at their best. This is the, this is the, golden, this, this is the golden goose of the family. Yeah, the way she tell you off, meet her aunts and her uncles. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He done made that water into wine, baby. So don't judge where she at. Respect where she come from. Look at your neighbor and say, respect where I come from. Ooh, you ain't seen what I seen. You ain't been where I been. Ooh, ooh, stuff I don't seen, you can't watch on TV. So for me to be here in the condition I'm in ain't nothing but a miracle from the Most High God. You tripping because I'm bipolar? I should be tripolar. (laughs) Woo! We got to love them, y'all. We got to love them. We got to love them where they at. We got to love them. When they get under our skin, take a break. Come back. Hey, I love you again. All right. That's what he tells us in First John 4:20. Listen, just as a review, you know what I'm saying? If a man say, "I love God and hate his brother," he's a liar, man. He's a liar. One of them is a lie. Either, either you loving God is a lie, or you hating your brother is a lie. But they both can't be true. Right, right, right. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he had seen, how can he love God, whom he had not seen? You see, just as a review, pastor, how do we love them? We go back to first Corinthians 13 and part of that loving them, y'all is, is being nice to them and and being patient and kind and not envying. We just go back to it. How do we love people? Because love is a verb. Love is not a feeling. All right. When I tell you to love them, I'm not talking about coming up in here and hugging them, but I'm talking about being patient with them and being kind to them in their ratchetness. And when you got enough, what you do? Take a break. And you come back, I'm back, I'm patient again. (laughs) I can be kind again. When you're about to flash out, take a break. It does not boast, it's not proud. All right, this is how we treat each other, verse 5. Come on, just review. It don't dishonor others, like being rude and talking rude. When you do that, you got back away, because, listen, you done slipped into the flesh. It's not self-seeking, not easily angered. You're getting angry, back up, give them some space because you're gonna slip up in the flesh and it keeps no records of wrongs, all right? That's how we, that's just a taste of what it means to, to love the people of God. Hallelujah, we just, we just gotta do it and we gotta, we gotta love each other in a verb way, Brother Barnes and Yvette, we just gotta just love each other through it all, through it all, man. We here, we here. Come on, Brother Tony. I Ross, we here. Yeah. With, with all, all our ups and downs, we here. We here, man. And that, that's what true love is. And not only that, 1 John 3, 16. We're going back to it. Hereby perceive we the love of God. This is how we know God loves us. How do we know God loves us? How do we perceive it? How do we see it? Because he laid down his life for us. We only know he loved us because what he did at Calvary. Yeah don't you tell me how much you love me if you ain't done nothing for me. We only know because God did it. For God so loved the world that he gave. You, gotta, you see, love is not just talk, man. Love is the way I treat you and what I'm willing to do for you. You understand what I'm saying? And so, so that's what it's about. And so, and so the Bible says we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. And so besides the way we treat one another. Love is going to be characterized by a self-sacrificing. Or yes. putting you before me. Yes. Yes. Uh, a self-denying. Yes. Yes. And that's the love we show each other as a church. And as a people of God. We deny ourselves for one another. Hallelujah. You see. When I knew I was going to eat it and it was good. Because I love you, I deny myself and give it to you. Ooh. It's self-sacrificial. It's a laying down our lives for one another. You see? When you told me that when we was walking in, I could have told you off. I could have, I could I could have undressed you with my words. But I'm gonna lay down myself. I'm in the prophetic right now. <laughs> somebody rub somebody the wrong way in the fall you. But, but I'm going to lay down my life. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, uh, by the way, you treat me because I got a right to get you back for what you did. But I'm going to lay down my right of vengeance because vengeance belongs to the Lord. I'm going to lay down my life and my rights and not get you back and continue to love you and be patient. You got to learn how to lay down your life for one another. You. you see? That's what love is all about. You know, loving each other has many, many manifestations, y'all. You know, uh, 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 laying down our lives uh, uh, means service in the house of God. You know, as we look around and we see these people on the camera in the sound booth like they are and and, and ushering and, and working security. You know what's happening this morning? You know what they're doing this morning for us? They are laying down their lives for us. You don't think it will be easier for them to sit down? And some of them work every Sunday because our roster is slim, yes. all right? Yes. I, I, I'm blessed by the Lord to see them sitting down every now and then. Because most Sundays, that's what they, guess what they're doing for you? They laying down their lives for you. Amen. And let me tell you, some more than others, because in the nursery, literally, they laying down their lives for you. Them children dangerous in the nursery. Anybody hear me up in here? We need people with martial arts experience in that. All right? So, Pastor, how do I love? Treat the people of good. Treat, treat people of God good. Lay down your life. Self-sacrifice. Come serve in the church, man. Come serve, man. Come lay down. Come lay it down. That's you loving on the people of God. Huh? You serve hallelujah not only that pray Amen. you know prayer is self-sacrifice to take time out your busy day to get on your knees and pray for people that's not yourself that's, right. that's laying down your life Amen. and so like ministers say to come here at 12 on noon at noon when you could be doing other things or to cut your lunch short and come and I feel say skip a lunch I'd say just cut it short Come here, come in here chewing. You know, that's, that's another form of love through prayers. What else, Pastor? Uh, 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 when you give your time to the people of God in any kind of capacity. You understand what I'm saying? When you give your time to them, that's love. And especially, amen, uh, uh, as the church grows and, and the leaders can't be that far, you know, You know how awesome it is for y'all to be there for each other? Are you hearing what I'm saying up in here? You know? Because as he grows, and I got to move around more and more. Listen, I create a void, a vacuum. You got to stand up and feel that. The same way I nurtured you and had the bottle in your mouth. It was going to eat to your house. Huh? Where the harvest is at? Huh? That good, that good beef you smothered? Huh? Huh? Them big nice oil paintings of them Rottweilers when I was to your house? Huh? Before the days we knew we was Hebrews, Hebrews Chris and Bo? <laughs> what that was, some shrimp stew we had ate or some, it was good, it was good, whatever it was. Lord, don't take me back. That was what that was? Some okra, that's what it was? Yeah, we was up in there. Anybody hear me up in there? All the times we went out there, we spent time with y'all to y'all house. Huh, Shalanga? Eating up in there in y'all in room. Huh? Bible study. and crop. Remember that? Huh? And I could point out so many of y'all. We visited. We was there with Misha and Phil at the kitchen table, walking through end of the year blessing. Anybody hear me up in here? Huh? Out in the country back there. Huh? Huh, Deacon? Brought out the horse and everything out there. It was on back there. Huh? Going out there shooting guns. I mean, uh, 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 playing out there with heaven. In the country, Miss T, what about that, uh, that New Year's celebration at your house? when I shot that bottle rocket at Minister Ant. <laughs> huh? Same thing with Bryce and Leah. Yeah. Spending time at your house eating. At the new house. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody hear me up in here? You know, now things are changing in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Not because we want to, because we pray for it. And Pastor can Hole Hold, and, and some of y'all, y'all been special. Not only to y'all house, but I done took y'all places. Amen. Took y'all places. travel with me. Had a jar ride all the way going up to Tennessee. Bus broke down. We almost had to walk home. <laughs> it was an adventure, but we did it together. Amen. Pulling you, rocking you. Well, I done gave you the milk. And I done raised you up. And I done discipled you. And now you want the new knee again. Hold me again, Pastor. When it's your time to hold somebody else. <laughs> Woo! Come on, man. Time for you to move around and visit. Time for you to move around and, and, and be what I was and me and First Lady was to you, huh? Listen, I can't tell you all the counseling sessions First Lady had, all the one-on-one meetings she had. Come on, put it in your mind. Come on, let me hear your ladies, if y'all met with First Lady back in the day, in the old building, huh? At your house, meet with her for coffee. And she's looking at you deep in your eyes. So tell me, how does that make you feel? And how do you feel about those feelings? <laughs> be having you twisted. That's my kid. My kid be like, I ain't got no more feelings, Mom. I don't feel I don't feel nothing. <laughs> I'm numb. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Where your love at? Where your love at? You see, because the love I gave you, now other people need in Atlanta, in Dallas, Ooh! in Chicago, in L.A. See, love means you love the people of God. You serve them, you pray for them, you give them time. But the verse continues, you actually be giving of even your substance to them because the verse continues In verse 17, but whoso talking about love, but whoso has this world's good and see it his brother have need and shut it up his bowels of compassion from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him? Pastor, what does love mean? (laughs) Loving one another first means treating each other good. Secondly, it means serving one another in the house in prayer giving time to one another you know especially to grow up this next generation of Philadelphia this new breed this new influx of people this new harvest that's coming into the church we need to begin to not look in but look out Jesus says lift up your eyes and look upon the the harvest because it's white the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We come to church and we say, what can they do for me? Instead of what can I do for the church? Woo! We have a new generation, y'all. And they need what's been poured into you. You see? And so we love that way. But another way we love is by sharing what God has blessed us with. Amen. And in this verse, it tells us if we out there and we see a brother and have need, we got to see it now. Because some people get mad at you like you're supposed to know they're in need. <laughs> you ever met somebody like that? Yeah. All of a sudden, they're just mad at you like, what happened? Well, they took our car? Okay, I didn't know that. Did you tell somebody about it? No. You should know you're a prophet, but God ain't told me that. The scripture says you have not because you You better open your mouth. So the Bible says if you see a brother in need, you have knowledge of him. All right, because by the same token, don't see it and close your eyes. Don't go there and see the lights off, see the refrigerator empty, don't go there and see they don't have oh, enough money to buy a school supply, don't go there and see that and act like you don't see that. Because that ain't love, you see? Love mean you see a need, you meet a need. Especially if you have it. Now if you don't have it, then y'all both gonna be praying together in agreement. <laughs> God just don't send them for her. Send them for me too. You said, well, two of them all (laughs) agree. And we both in need. And that's right. But say you got a little extra. And you see, love means that you open up your bowels of compassion to your brother or your sister. Why? Huh? Why? Because they owe you something? Why? No. Why? Because you want to lend it to them and make sure they pay you back. Oh, you give it because they're a child of God. Anybody hear me up in here? Come on, somebody. So 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 being a friend of God means you love his children. All right. Let's move a little quicker here. And I just have a little little sidebar. When we say we love God's children, that means we love God's children no matter what race they are. All right, all right. all right. Oh yeah, we the people. We the Hebrews. But don't you dare hate a child of God. Because you got child, children of God of every race, every nationality, every ethnicity. You see? And we got, if somebody love Jesus, then we got to love them. Anybody hear me up in here? I don't care what color they are. I don't care if they are white, black, Latino, Asian, even Ashkenazi. Woo! Right. Pass it. Woo! Woo! Oh yeah, they love Jesus. They love God. Yes. They born again. Yes. We got to love them, y'all. So all that we talked about, treating them kind, huh? serving, huh? prayers, time, even giving, yes. it applied to every race of men. Yes. Loving the children of God also applies to every denomination. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because we got some charismatics that only love charismatics. And some Baptists that only love Baptists. Some Pentecostals that only love Pentecostal. They hate all the other children of God. As though their denomination is the only denomination that, where people can get saved. Listen to me. As we look out in the book of Revelation, there are many churches in the book of Revelation. And there are many problems in those churches in the book of Revelation. You got some that's women-led and shouldn't be the Jezebel spirit. You got others with false doctrine, the doctrine of Balaam. You got others that done lost their first love. You got some of them that's persecuted. You got the lukewarm church Laodicea. But one thing that's all in common in all of these churches with all of these problems is that they belong to Yahshua HaMashiach. They belong to Jesus Christ. They are all candles on his candlestick. So today I bring before you, love the people of God. You love them when they Baptist. You love them when they Presbyterian. You love them when they Catholic. Pastor, pastor, Pastor. no pastor. Don't you know that they got believers in the Catholic Church? don't you know that they got people that really love Jesus in the Catholic Church? Yes, yes. Mm, it might be hard to find Jesus. This might be hard to get the true gospel. It might have been so hard you had to leave that to get it. No matter where you gotta go to get it as long as you get it and got it and it's good. Anybody hear me up in here? But they will have some in that church, just like in Revelation, the, the church that was filled with a lot of idolatry in it. But it still had Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we don't hate them. We don't hate them. Because some of them are going to be the children of God. I know this is dangerous for you to hear. You know? And while I was you, I mean, I wouldn't go back there. <laughs> you know? Because of your life there and your life now is completely different. All right. And you one of the ones that couldn't find him in there. Alright? But there are some who found him in there. So loving the people of God means loving them no matter what denomination. No matter what the little idiosyncrasies of their doctrine is. We might not do it like they do it. But they still love Jesus. They centipede across the front. They still love Jesus. They run around with their hair on fire speaking in tongues. But they still love Jesus. You see? They the chosen frozen. It's cold up in there. Us four and no more. They sing just him. Kumbaya, But they still love Jesus. Enough of this division stuff. Loving the people of God. Loving the people of God means no matter what race, no matter what denomination, and no matter what economic state. We love the rich and the poor among us. His people come in all shapes and sizes, all economic brackets we got to love them. The educated, the uneducated. The young and the old. Watch this. The bright and the dark. Yeah. Anybody hear me? Up? The coarse hair and the not so coarse hair. Because some of y'all, I only see y'all talking to bright people. I'm just being real. Me and First Lady go home and we say, well, they had a brown person right next to her. They had a brown person right next to him. And they ran and go talk to the bright people. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. I want to see a chocolate one right on the side of you. Look, dog, dog, dog. Shoe shine, shoe shine, blue, black. Because Christ is not in skin color, y'all. Even amongst the Hebrews. Even y'all brown people. Y'all brown people could be prejudiced too, you yeah? Treat bright people bad. Thinking all bright people some kind of way. Not all bright people some kind of way. Some bright some bright people darker than you on the inside. Come on, Leah, tell them. We hooded in hood. Baby. I was born in the dark. Y'all brown people treat us funny. Like, we can't eat at your house or something. We gotta end all that intra racism up in here and love each other. Phil told y'all to go hug a few. Listen, the bright people were just going to the bright people, they were skipping people. I wanna know how many dark people you hug up in here today. got to good on him, Josh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Come on, we winding down. I'm going to give you my last one so we can close up this sermon series and we can get to something new on the next week, all right? Bringing a friend of God means, lastly, the world will hate you. Yes. And yeah, the world will hate you. we're going to do this one quickly. We're going to get you out of here. But that's just the way it is when you're a friend of God. You're a friend of God, you're going to get answered prayer. You're a friend of God means that, listen, you're going to do your best to love all the people of God no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. But it is so important for us to develop love relationships with one another because while we loving each other, the world will hate us. Yeah, yeah. Right on the heels of him telling us, love each other. This is the reason why. Because if the church not loving each other, Ain't no love, man. Ain't no love because we got to get out in this world and be hated everywhere we go, man. It's got to be some place we can come, y'all, and be loved, man. Because it's rough out there in them streets. Anybody hear me up in here? Ain't no love. How the song go in the ghetto, in the heart of the ghetto? Something like that? I don't know. I know Brother Sam know that hymn. Ain't no love. Hard in the, the All right, all right. That's saying like, nah, Pastor, don't put me out there, Pastor. Don't put me out there. Don't put me out there, Pastor. Listen, 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 listen. We got to get out of here. Let's, I just want to close up the series. Come on. He says in verse 18, if the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. And Jesus is saying that the reason the world is going to hate you is because of him. He's going to hate you because of him. Because the same spirit in you is the spirit that was in him. So it hated him first. How is not going to hate you? All right? So that's the way it goes. Uh, It hates us because it hated him. He says here, hallelujah, if you were of the world, meaning if you belong to the world, which we don't no more. If you had the same desires of the world. If you had the same spirit. Of the world if you had the same opinions of the world if you had the same drive of the world if you were of the world huh the Bible says hallelujah the world would love his own because the world got a group of people too it's just two groups yeah yo is the church and the world which one you belong to this morning You see? He said, the world would love its own, but because you are not of the world, you're not driven by what drives them. What drives them? Pleasure, wealth, ambition, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's what drives them. That's the unspoken language they speak, and they understand each other. They know why they're doing things. They, they, They agree with each other. You see? And that's why they love each other. But they can't love you because you're different. You're different. You see? And we know why we're different. He says, because you are not of the world. All right? But I have what? Chosen you out of the world. That's why we're different. Because there was a time where we were of it too. Come on, I'm the only one? I'm the only one that used to like to dance? And cut up and all that. I'm the only one. No, we was of it too, but something happened. Something happened. We was walking the way of the world, and he chose us out of the world. He said, you. He said, come here. He said, Angela, come here. That's what he said. That's what he said. He chose us out of the world. That's why we different. Because when he chose us out, he gave us a new heart, put his spirit on the inside of us. And what used to drive us don't drive us no more. What we used to wake up for, we don't wake up for no more. That's right. That's right. The trouble we used to like to get into, we don't like to get into that no more. Anybody hear me up in here? All right. All right. He says, hallelujah. He says, I've chosen you out the world, therefore the world hated you. One commentator says this, we are two different groups of people on earth and two groups that are diametrically opposed to one another. Not just two groups, but two opposites, yes. two opposites. What we in the church see as important, they see as worthless. Yes. Yes. And what they in the world see as important, we see as being nothing. That's right. All right. All right. What we believe in the church to be right. Hmm. Loving God, obeying God, being here on Sunday, being in his house. They see as wrong. Yes. What they see as wrong, we see as right. Yes. Anybody hear me up in here? Alright? Huh? Woo. It's two groups diametrically opposed. Our views about God is not their views about God. Our views about life in general. Uh-uh, marriage is not their view on marriage. No, 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 it's not. Our view on raising kids is not their view on raising kids. Oh, no, no, they'll, they'll send you to jail. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our view on, on, on being single is not their view on being single. Being single, we try to keep ourselves for God. Them being single, woo! What a party at? Where the party at? Are you with me up in here so far? It's just two different things. Our dress should be different than their dress. Our music should be different than their music. Huh? Our, our, our movies should be different than their movies. We're just not going to watch anything now, y'all. All right? All right? All of our experience, what we de- declare righteous in everything, you see, a relationship between a man and a woman, or a man and a man. You understand what I'm saying? You got the church, and you got the world. And they diametrically opposed to each other. And there can be no peace between the two sides. Because when one side say no abortion, the world say abortion. Oh, now y'all quiet now. Y'all been listening to Sleepy Joe too much. You better get off of Joe and get in Joshua. Anybody hear me up in here? You better get off a of De- uh, uh, Democrat and get on Deuteronomy. Amen. Anybody hear me up in here? Amen. Get off Republican, too. Right. And get in Revelation. Right. Yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, yeah. You got to get in your Bible to figure out what the people of God supposed to believe. Oh, yeah, right. You see? And so Jesus says in Matthew 10, you see? Yeah, pass it back. I'm going to go a little longer today. In Matthew 10. He said, think not that I'm come to send peace on the earth. Now you say, wait, you need a prince of peace? Yeah. He's going to bring peace between us and God. But from another context, he's going to bring conflict. What's the conflict that Jesus is going to bring? Well, when he came, he gave birth to a new people. A people that was called out the world and made two groups, two groups that's opposite. So he said, think not that I'm come to send peace on the earth. I came not to send peace, but a a sword, conflict, all right? Keep on going. In 35, for I am come to set a man at variance in opposition to his father, and a daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Now, the daughter-in-law and mother-in-law, that's going to happen anyway. Can I get an amen? Amen. We're a work in progress. We're a work in progress. But all this other stuff, let's just go to the other stuff. What do you mean when he say a a man against his father? You see, because in that house, somebody going to be saved and somebody not. And so if the dad is saved and the son is not, there's an Opposition. Ooh, if the son is saved and the and and and, and, the, and the daddy is not, there's an opposition. If the daughter is saved and the mom is not saved, there's an opposition. The two groups could be in one house. Woo, woo, a sword, opposition, opposition. The world and the church in one house. Hmm, 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 hmm. My God. Ooh, You see Isaac's wife? Mm. Had two children in the womb. Mm. Two children. Ooh, two peoples. Jacob and Esau. In the same womb. Making a tough pregnancy. In the world, Jacob and Esau is still here. The people of God and the seed of Satan, the world, and the church. Ooh, that's all that is. And the world not big enough for both of them. One of them has got to go. Ooh, (laughs) my God, my God, my God. That's the opposition between the two. Come on, keep going. Come on, keep going. I got a little more time before the game. And a man's foes shall be of his what? Of his own household. You see? That's the world in the church. He that loved father. And, and some of us, when we experience that opposition. Anybody experienced that before? When you, when you go back to your family or, or your sisters and brothers. And, and it's not what it used to be because you done got born again. And you're like, Lord, but I love them so much. And it's not what it used to be. But we were so tight, yeah. But y'all was tight in wrong. Y'all was tight in sin. Y'all was tight in mischief and malice. And God is saying, I gotta pull you away from that because how can two walk together unless they agree? And you're saying, God, but I love them so much. And God gonna say, Do you love them more than me? Because he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. So we have a decision to make. Do we go and be with the world and our lost family and friends that we used to love? Or do we stay with God and try to win them to our side instead of going back to their side? I don't know about you. I'm going to try to win them to God's side. Woo! Woo! My God, my God, my God. Come on, just let's read these right quick. Come on, come on now, y'all. We got to get out of here. And he that taketh not up his cross and followed after me is not worthy of me. Let's just read the next one. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. And it's rough to be out there in that world, especially when it's on your own house. But he's saying you're going to have to carry your cross. Yes, yes. And it might seem sometimes like you're losing your life, but you ain't really losing it. You're gaining it because what God has for you is better than what the world can give you. And he's going to bless you with a hundredfold on this side and the next side when you choose him. You see, go back to John and let's wrap up this series, y'all. Listen what he says. I'm telling y'all. He says, listen, a friend of God, the world's going to hate you. Go to verse 20. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sin, they will keep yours. Child of God, remember, if you're a friend of God, you're not going to be a friend of the world. And you're going to live a life different than the world. And because you're different, they're going to try to hurt you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to try to run your name through the mud. Don't worry about that. It's a sign that you are a friend of almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And lastly, anyone says this. But all these things will they do unto you, not for your name, but for my name, see? And this is the reason they're going to do it. This is the reason your haters hate you. Because they know not him that sent me, Yahshua says. Come on, give God some glory up in this house. Woo! Thank y'all for being so patient with me. Woo! Being a friend of God. Hallelujah. Well, saints, we're going to move into, hallelujah, the last part of our service where we give a little time for some altar time. And all this is about is, is that if you are here and you would say, Pastor, I don't know if I'm a friend of God. I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I died right now, if I would, if I would get to heaven or not. The things that you put up there, I don't see them in my life as much as I would like to. And under close inspection, some of the things I don't see at all. And I would tell you, amen, this morning that God really wants to be your friend. And it's going to mean a few things. It's going to mean that you admit that you are a sinner. It's going to mean that you admit that. But it's going to mean that you believe in him and that his son, died on the cross as the propitiation, the atonement, as the payment for all your sins. And you believe that he not only died, but that he was buried and that he rose again. When you believe that, when you believe that alone as your way of salvation, God will save you and forgive you. And you'll be able to hallelujah sing like us, amen, hallelujah, there will be no other God before you. You'll be able to sing that. No other God before you. No other God before you. That's what he's been waiting on for you. For you to just put him first. It don't mean that other things not going to be in your life and you're not going to have no ups and downs, but at the core of who you are, there is this anthem that rings out. There will be no other God. You are my God. And so, listen, the altar is going to be open for salvation, but also for believers in Him. If you'd allowed some things to slip in to contest against you and your God, you and your friend, this altar is going to be open. If you allowed some things to, to move your heart, from the God who's been good to you and answered you all these years, this altar's gonna be open for you. Listen, if you just wanna come to thank him for the answered prayer he's been giving you, just setting your soul on fire for how good he's been to you, listen, this altar's gonna be open for that, listen, we've got to do it. Or maybe, maybe, just maybe, you have some things that have crept into your heart about the people of God. You spent too much time with them in some areas, and you upset with them. Listen, this altar is going to be open for you to release them, and love them again. I don't care if you like them, but come on, we got to love them again. You see, got to love them again. We got to love them again. We've got to love each other. We're going to pray for a special love anointing here at this altar. Because when we leave these four walls, we don't know what kind of persecution we're going to get. Some of us are going home to unsaved spouses, unsaved children, going to work at unsaved jobs. If we can't find love in this place, we will find it nowhere. So we're going to call to the altar an anointing of love, y'all. So we can show our God. That we'll not only place no one before him. But we'll do the second part of the table. That we would love one another. The altar is open. Will you come? Worship team, help me out with anything. Woo! Come. Come. The altar is open. Woo! Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There will Thank you, Lord. Be no other <laughs> you. Two generations. Hallelujah. Of worshipers of God.
2: There will be no other God before you.
0: We're not going to place anything before him, y'all. Nothing at all. There will be no other God nah. And I don't care what it looks like, my heart belongs to Yahweh. There will be no No other other God before you. you. I see you. I feel your heart. I feel your heart. There will be no No other. No other. I belong to you, and you belong to me. Hey! There will be no other God. My God, my God. There Hallelujah. is no one. There is no Ooh. one above. Hey. No one beside. Hey. Nobody Ooh. like you. There will be no other. No other. other, no, other. You. <laughs> no other God but Yahweh. There will. be Roar. There will be no other God. Come on, Judah. Show the world. Show the world. There will be no other God. No, no other. No other. No other. No other. No other. There will be pray with me now somebody say Yahweh I love you because you first loved me you've done so much for me and I didn't deserve it and I still don't I thank you right now in your house at your altar I say thank you and I know that you hear me from this place I admit I've done wrong and I am sorry but I believe that you still love me you died for me on that tree you were buried And on the third day I believe you rose, forgive me of my sins, wash me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet and help me to put you first. You are my God and there will be no other God for me but Yahweh. Give me strength to serve you in this world. And when it gets rough, strengthen me. And when they persecute me and talk about me, please help me. And pour your love into my heart so that I can love you. But also my sisters sisters. and my brothers brothers. in the church. church. Help me me to love them them. in spite spite of their wrongs wrongs. like you love me. me. If I have any grudge grudge. or any bitterness bitterness. in my heart right now, search me. Show me, show me and help me to release it help me to release. Even, now. even now show me their face, me their face. anyone, anyone. Who, I'm who I'm not feeling the right, right, way, about. The right way about I release, them now. I, release them, now. I them now I forgive them now and I will love them, will love them. because you love me And I will love them them. because you love them.
1: them.
0: There will be no other God God. but Yahweh. Yahweh. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got to get out of here, y'all. May the Lord bless you. May He keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you. Lift up His countenance upon you and bless you. And bless you. And bless you with shalom peace. Bless you with shalom peace. Oh, you're clean. Oh, you're clean. What's going on? You're looking good. You're looking good. You're looking good. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. There will be. There will be no. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Your mic's on.
3: Hey, what's going on, Philly family? Right now it's time for the Reflections Post Show. Man, I'm Deacon J. Malvo. If you're on the chat right now, what I want you to do is go ahead and type uh, Sunday is... For church, man. Yes. Sunday is for church. So we're so glad to be uh, in the house today, man. We're going to do something just a little different, man. We got a group of the ministers, deacons, and teachers, man. And we just going to just chop it up, man, and yeah. just talk about the word oh, right. that Pastor preached today, man, was oh. on fire. 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 On fire. Come on, man. Cool, oh. <laughs> bruh. So we talking about being a friend of God. This is part four of the, of the sermon series. And he was kind of just wrapping it up and uh, just starting off with... Um, Man, at first, when being a friend of God means he answers your prayers. And just, bro, just talking about just that demonstration of power. That's what got me excited <laughs> right there. Bro. Yeah,
4: yeah. Was- Come on.
3: Dunamis power. Come on, hey. man.
4: Dunamis power, man. And the uh, when, when he was when he was preaching, I could remember coming to uh, Thursday prayer and me and pastor sitting at the stage right here and praying for my business. Come on, Come man. On, bro. And, you know, like he said, being a friend of God, you're – you know you're able to look at someone's life and you'll see the answered prayers yeah and like that meant a whole lot like i can Mm -hmm. sit back and i can watch you know look at some people and be like yeah he's a friend of god that that was that that immediately popped up in my mind like man that's wow and to look at it years later you know my business is flourishing answer prayer just because i me, me, and Pastor, a friend of God, yeah, prayed yeah, yeah. for my business. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was amazing.
5: Mm-hmm. Dude, dude. Yeah, Amen, man. Chip, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's uh, that's strong, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and one thing that I realized is that, you know, a request takes time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It takes time. You know, when 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 you pray something, it it can't happen immediately. You know what I'm saying? But prayer takes time, man. And sometimes we get discouraged if we don't see it right away. Come on, man. You know what wow. I'm saying? And just because you don't see it right away don't mean you're not a friend. Wow. You know, just like you call your friend, and he may miss your call. You know what I'm saying? But it's taking him, take him some time to call back, wow. you know? That's and God will never miss your call. It's just he'll answer when it's ready. When, when, he'll answer you when it's the right time for you to be answered, cool. you know? Wow. Because if he answers you right away, um, sometimes we can grow a, de- a dependency upon the answer and not upon Him. Wow! wow you know what wow, I'm saying? Um, some people praise the answer more than the uh, more than the answerer. You wow, know what I'm saying? Wow, so wow. sometimes He'll make you wait to receive the answer, so that you can depend more on Him than more than the word.
3: Wow! And as the pastor yeah. was going, it made me think about when he was right. talking about just that that struggle, that wrestling. You know, he just wanna see how long we gonna, yeah. how long we gonna struggle with him, with what we asking for. Right, are we gonna just, you know, ask or just let it go? You know, yeah, are we yeah. gonna, are we gonna knocking? Are we gonna just, are we gonna keep knocking into the air? Cause I know you are in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know you're home. <laughs> right, right. Are we gonna keep knocking knowing um, that he gonna, he gonna yeah. answer that, that, that door, man. That's
1: real, bro. That's cool. real, bro. And, and to, to Cam's point, uh, when he was saying that, I was thinking about, um about Daniel. You know when he prayed, and when the angel Gabriel finally came and gave him the answer, he told Daniel, "The moment you prayed, he mm. sent." Me.
3: Yeah, that's good. Yes.
1: You know, like like it was answered, but it just but once again, it took a while. Mm. It took 21 days. That's so good. Before he got the answer. Yeah. Wow. You know, now it was quite the revelation when it came in. Amen. And I think too that's another lesson that uh, you know, the longer you wait say it. it's going to be the better it's going to be mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like it's, it's like it's maturing it's aging it's getting better and, and and a lot and you know just me just thinking about it is God rewarding you for your patience wow wow bro. you know like mm-hmm. you're saying about just sometimes you, you you get the answer and um you can be you can be kind of um if it happens all the time, you can get dependent. You can get spoiled, too.
5: Amen. Wow. You, can yes, ju- you, can,
1: yes. you can misplace your place yeah. 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 Wow. in God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? You wow. can misplace that. You can start saying, man, um, you know, like. Almost like God he, becomes the yeah, servant. Yeah, yeah, he's the servant. Not, no, no, no right? he's not a genie. He's a, yeah, he, he, he's the king. He's not he's a king. servant. You begin yeah. to seek a sign. Yeah, you're seeking a sign. Yes. And if I don't get this right now, then. Then where is God anyway? and well, well where are you at? God, you know, and, and, like no, no, right. no, 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 no. You wait on Him. you do not wait on you,
4: <laughs> right?
1: You know, right. yeah. You, know? you misplace
2: your place. No, well, hold on. Right. Place you can. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: right.
2: And that's. Uh, <sighs> I think it was giving us some information as far as the online family. uh Um, what do y'all feel about this topic? As far as that's basically what you wanted me to ask. Like. Man, what y'all think about this topic? Like Melville um, asked a
3: question. What
2: was the question again?
3: The oh, we were talking point. about the first one. His first point was uh, how being a friend of God means He answers your prayers. Answer right. your prayers. That's right. that's a you know that's gonna be a sign that you know you're close to Him. Right, yeah, you right. are His friend. You know.
5: Yeah, yeah. And and you're waiting. You're 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 waiting with expectancy. You know what I'm saying? If you you know my wife's pregnant right now. Another term for that is she's expecting. She's expecting, you know, and sometimes God will allow you to wait so that when the promise is fulfilled, it's more of a it's more of a release. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's more of a release. And when you wait expectantly, it builds your faith, Mm. you know, because you know that the promise that the promise is in process. You see, sometimes the promise has to be built up. You know, just how a baby takes time for it to grow in the, in the mm-hmm. mother's womb, right, it stages right. in the birth process. If you get it too early, it won't be matured enough yet. Premature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right.
4: If he give you something prematurely, you're praying for it, and he give it to you prematurely, you're going to mess it up. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to know how to handle it. You, you may not be ready for it. it. You know, right? you're not going to yeah. know how to handle it. Right. So.
5: Right. You're not going to know how to nurture the blessing. I tell mm-hmm. people, God is more concerned with your character development than your monetary development. Because if Mm. he gives it to you too early, your character won't be able to sustain the blessing. You need to be able to nurture the blessing. It's it's like a mother giving birth, but she she can't lactate. You know what I'm saying? She has to be able to feed that baby. So God will build stuff up in you so that you can sustain the blessing and not kill the blessing. You're asking for it, but your body is not prepared enough to take care of it. Your character is not prepared enough to take care of it. Wait (laughs) on the promise. (laughs) Wait on the blessing. (laughs) Come on, bro.
3: You know? Oh yeah, he's speaking to me. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. for real, man. Yeah. Cause you know
5: I am praying for some
3: things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some big things. Yeah. Right? You gotta get my character right though. Yeah. yeah, know, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a work in progress, y'all. Like, right. I, I, I have not arrived. The yellow tape is. Can you see still working.
4: it? Can you see it? Can you see what he's working working on you through it? Oh yeah. What you're praying for. Oh yeah. Like you might go through something and be like, man, what's going on? And you'd be like, well, hold up. So this is going to mold me for what I've been praying for. Right. right. That's, the, that's the goodness of it, right? There are signs
5: there. of the pregnancy. There you go. There are signs of the pregnancy. There's a baby bump. You'll see a baby bump in the spirit, you know? But if you're blind, you're not going to be able to see it. If your eyes are too focused on the baby that's going to be here, rather than the sign that God's hand is on the situation, you'll miss the process. Mm. You'll miss the growth through the process. You'll miss the baby kicking. You'll miss the movement, how God is moving inside of you to bring it about. You'll miss the intimate moments with the child, with the vision that's still in the infant stage. You'll miss the process. And when the promise is birthed, you won't have an intimate connection to the promise. You know, because you was just so focused on the baby coming, you missed what was going on in the process, how God was moving inside you, how he was churning things, how he was changing things in your life. So that when the promise came, you could nurture it, you could love it more, it's more intimate, you not been through a struggle with it, it didn't cause you pain. But the, sometimes the things that cause you the most pain, you end up loving the most. Trust
4: the process. Yeah. <laughs> process is the key. The
5: process. process is the key. That's, that's actually the
2: place. That's what the growth happens. That's actually the blessing. Come on. Process, learning the process, the journey, and and and, and it's the growing place. It's the place where we mature, especially if when we see it, we see the area right. that we need growing. But right. I, but I, I, I just this whole sermon, bro. This thing was just amazing, especially when he talked about not to change subject, but he talked about like loving, loving people. How he said that. Last no, forward? that's good, because that's, that's that's the, the direction we're going. On. That's
3: number two, which is. Being a friend of God means loving his children. Yes. Loving his people. That's the key. You know what I'm saying? And that, man, bruh, you know, especially like in church. (laughs) Ah! Right? You know, we really got to love people. Right. You know, uh, we can't do no harm. (laughs) Do no harm to our people. You know, then like, Pastor, it went even deeper. Not just those that's, that that look like us, you know right. what I'm saying? If they love God, right. man, right. we could love, oh, them, we love too, them too, man. Right. Love them, yes.
4: Right, right, right. And, and, and like you said, you know, in the church, like he said, you got to learn to back away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, because you could ruin it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we people inside the church. We mm-hmm. have to love one another, but so, so much time spent together, we don't get on each other's nerves. Oh, yeah. And right. like your pastor said, man, you know, the world and, the, and you know, the enemy don't want us to have that connection. He want to cause division between us. So right, something, yeah. it'd be so, it'd be something sim- so small and simple that comes in between, you know, yeah. us believers in the church. It'd be like, oh hey, they,
3: just, they, they didn't say hi. Oh, they, they, they passed, they sat and they see, oh, yeah. they, they, they wear the same outfit and they yeah. like, oh. Oh, they didn't listen you know what to what me. Yeah, oh, they didn't take man. my advice. Well, I mean, look. didn't invite me to something. Uh, they Didn't invite me to the, the, the didn't didn't to Didn't return anything. my text. <sighs> yeah, yeah. They didn't oh, call me back. Yes, That's one. Didn't respond back. <laughs> uh,
1: but you, but man, you know what? Uh, when, when Pastor did, you know, he just finished the uh, the love sermon, and um, I was, you know, I, I felt some kind of because i knew i was i was off i was uneven
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i didn't know what it was man and i was just like i just kept like no god you got to tell me what's wrong with me wow all right you know because i don't feel right something's not right and so uh is that me I don't all right <laughs> yeah and i didn't i didn't feel right and uh and so i'm seeking the lord i'm seeking the lord man and uh and finally, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and was like, you know, uh, you got the thing with non-believers down pat. You know, you being loving the non-believers. The non-believers, right. they see Christ in you. That's cool. Right. But you got a problem with church folk. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of confirmation, which I knew I knew what the Holy Spirit was mm-hmm. telling me. So you got a problem. And, and I was like, oh, God. Wow. Because... Because we know they say, we know, you know, we know who saying, and we know they really seeking God. And then they do some stuff and you're like, oh, I thought you were saying, why are you doing it? You know, and you, yeah, kinda, and you get a yeah, little yeah, short yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, all it's right, not right, like you right. don't think they're not, you know, you just, you don't, it's easier for us to be forgiving and loving and kind and all these things to non-believers because they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You right. know, you don't get mad at a one year old for 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 using the bathroom on himself. Right. They don't right. know. Right, right. So and and that's and God was like, well, and, and so I'm looking at this and I'm understanding what the Holy Spirit is telling me. And then you know, because God, man, and, I, and this coach says this, man, I just love it so much. God is demanding, but he's not demeaning. Mm. Right. Come on, break All it right. down. Mm. And yeah. so he, and, the, and what God told me was. Christians need to see Jesus too. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. They need to see Jesus right. too, and it really encouraged me. It's like, okay, I need to be more. I need to be be more level. Right. Because mm-hmm. my expectations and our expectations for other believers be really, really high. Yeah. That, that
5: was the word I was. That that was high. I was feeling in my yeah. spirit. The word feel, expectation. And we feel yeah. like,
1: man, you should be. But we all like that. We all, yeah. you know, we. We need to have a lot more tolerance for the valleys in a believer's life. Wow. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. yes. You know what I'm saying?
1: Because that's really when they need it.
4: Yes. Wow. We yeah.
3: could push people away. We could, you know, turn people from from the ministry, from the church, when we put expectations upon people that we shouldn't. You right, know? right. Uh, right. We, we expect them to be a certain way, speak wow. a certain way, yeah, do absolutely. things a certain way. We don't have right. that. We, we, we will put upon grace on ourselves, but we don't uh, release that's that right. same grace upon Right. upon wow. them right. you know everybody we all we all at right. different places man they see how the church is it's a hospital man we all got different injuries different right. things different and things we went through right different tragedies accidents right. you know what i'm saying right. and then it left some scars
5: correct i like how said yeah. that
3: about uh, <laughs> you know you try a quad oh up.
1: that was good uh, yeah. you know what yeah. say, yeah. a... for all the stuff <laughs> for all the stuff that we've been through and you know, like oh, you don't like me now. You don't really not like me when I wasn't saved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And 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 we have to remember that that we are saved purely by the choosing of the grace of God. You wow. hear grace? Yeah. And and we are true. right now a better version of what we were. Right. Right. Working on going to where we should be. Wow. And we need to remember that all the time. You know, and, that's, and I'm glad that uh that that he because it confirmed what the Holy Spirit told me and and and. and you know, just like yeah, you know, you're on the right track. Amen. I need, you know, we need to be more. I need, I, I'm a, we, yes, but me. Right, Amen. right, right, Amen. right. And
3: I we, need to be more. And that's good. Now I think we got some. Um, looks like we got some questions from the uh, on the chat on the live stream Definitely. chat. We could. Uh, well, look,
1: I'm, I'm looking at the chat right now, guys. And uh, uh, Sharika, uh, she says, um, you know, just talking about being a friend of God. She says, uh, and being a friend mean responsibility in the relationship wow. when He gives you the power. You must operate how He tells you. That requires listening and obedience. So she was just talking about, you know, being in the uh, being the friend of God. Uh, uh, also, Earl Earl and Jen says that uh, he says my prayer is that Yah's desire is the same desire of His heart. It's just saying that when you're being in a friend that we can be walking together in agreement. So being in, in agreement with God and just making sure that we have the same desires that God's has.
5: Right, that's right. that's so good,
3: man. Wow. Yeah, because when 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 you're close, when you're friends with somebody, you kind of you, you know how they think, you know what they like, you know what they don't yeah. like. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, nah, no, you not go,
5: to go like that. I know he like this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. right. And, and that's yeah. yeah my bad. G. No, no, go. It's and good. that's so good, man. And you know you can kind of compare it to um, a musician with his instrument. You know what I'm saying? Um, an instrument won't work unless breath is blew through it. You know what I'm saying? The only way instrument will work is if, ble- is if breath is blown through it, is if power is blown through it. So we will each have our own demonstrations, our own sounds of power. You know what I'm saying? A tuba goes on a certain way, a trumpet goes on a certain way. But we have to yield ourselves to the master's use. You know, have you ever seen an instrument fighting against a musician? No, it yields itself to the musician's use. You know, when somebody's playing a saxophone, the saxophone just don't play itself. Got the, the musician is pressing certain buttons to produce certain sounds, right. you know? If, if, if the saxophone fought against the musician, it would sound horrible, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So as, as, as friends of God, we are God's instruments. That's all we are, you know? We are his instruments, and we have to, we have to work on surrendering to God. The right. more we surrender, the more we become a friend, all you know? Right. The more we surrender, the more intimate the relationship Right. The more we surrender, the better the sound. The more we surrender, right. the better the prayer. The more we surrender, the better the right. worship. You know, and, and
2: we almost got to give room for mistakes too. Correct. Because sometimes they can hit the wrong notes. That's it. Right. And it might not sound the way you expected it, but do we have the patience and the love That's it. To love That's them good. through it. That's yes. it. Right. And when you love someone, you you allow them to make mistakes. We all make mistakes, man. Right. Love covers. And that's actually a, big, yeah. a topic.
3: Yes. Yeah. And not yeah.
2: only loving people. He said also some things as far as, like, cliquish. Not only loving people that only come to Philadelphia. Right. Mm. Loving right. people outside the church. Right. That's right. good. That's loving good. different yes. denominations. Yes. Just right. because they might be Catholic. Just because they might be right. Jehovah Witness or whatever religion they might be. We still don't treat them differently because... We have a different, you know what I'm saying? We still love them. Right. Yes, we might have yes. disagreements, but we still love them
3: for who they are. And they-
4: because they're a friend of Jesus. Yeah. That's right. right.
3: And we could right. disagree, right. but I can still love that's you even thing. though we don't right. agree. But can I still. And that's where true love
2: kicks in because yes. it's easy to love people when we all have all been agree. Yeah. things longer. Yeah. But whenever I tell you something about yourself, can you love that brother? Can you love that sister? Yeah. And, and, and even as a church, yeah. like even yeah. different races, Like, I went to the gathering, man, a few months, weeks ago. I was worshiping with Chinese, white, black. We was all worshiping Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we willing to step out of the church box and love other races, other churches? Churches loving other churches. Philadelphia loving destiny of faith. Loving other churches because we all serving the same God. So, like, that's the real love of God coming out your box. Even though we believe we're the people,
3: we got different perspectives, but we
2: all believe That Jesus is Lord. Wow.
3: And I think that makes us even called, like, I think we're really called even more to love, like, to show, to express the love even more because we are the people of the book. You know what I'm saying? So we represent the book. Now, this is, we know for sure that this is about us. Now, we got to, like, really have that light of love and let them see that because now we're supposed to be, like, the bar.
1: Yeah. That is correct. Christ. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go go. go. ahead. You what you saying?
1: In fact, I was thinking that because, you know, as the people, no, no, we are. Well, well God, Jesus certainly is the standard, but among men, the Hebrews are the standard.
4: Yeah,
1: the bar. Yeah. We're the. When they look for the people of God, we have to look like the people. That's yes,
5: right, right, that's
1: right. Because that's what the, the scripture says that the earth is groaning for the revelations of the uh, for the for the, the sons mm-hmm. of God. Yes, and they're looking around and they see the the, the Ashkenazes and they're doing everything wow. contrary
0: wow. to the
1: things of God. Come on. Wow. Right. And and men are looking around and say, is anybody out there actually representing God? Is there a people that are actually representing God out there? And it's us, and and that and, and that's why, like, and I think that's why I, 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 I work so hard to be so right with non-believers and outside this church, because when the revelation becomes full, whomever I don't pass by, I want them to remember the example, yeah, and they say, you know what, I believe it. Wow. Because I worked with that guy for 10 years, wow. mm-hmm. and I saw Christ in him. Right. I believe it, because I, I, I see that guy at the store from time to time, and I saw him behave. This makes sense to me.
2: I saw, it wow. makes sense yeah. to me.
1: You know, and, and, and yeah, the world is, and we got to do this in the world, but we can't be two-faced about it. Wow. We got to do this right in here to yes. yes. the church. That's yes, the Bible says. set an yes.
2: example to the believers. It's our duty. And faith, okay. love, purity, you know, hope, yeah. mm-hmm. everything, man. It's our job as believers Amen. to show the love of Christ. Wow. And this was really, this word was good, man. I think it was a yeah. really great self examination to see if we operating in that love.
3: Right. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Lastly, his last point was being a friend of God means the world will hate. You, ah. <laughs> wow, and that's yeah. that's just that, it, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. That comes with it. that. Look look that come with it. with I mean, I think we all could speak on it when we first got saved. It, it, it like all hell broke loose, man. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like it was okay. We really switched sides. Yeah.
1: The the, the,
4: the. I'm not gonna say the craziest thing, but the weirdest thing to me was the invites that you didn't get. Oh yeah, and look, me me and my wife—we would be like, "Man, anybody else? What we done?" And as we started, you know, growing in Christ, we realized, (laughs) "Man, we different."
5: It's because you're too bright. Yeah, yeah, man. He's in love, darkness. When you
2: walk in the house, they stop talking. Yeah, man. (laughs) So everybody quiet. Wait a minute. Or they
1: leave when you come what did I do? (laughs) I had that. that, I like, you know, he been there and as soon as we show up, it's like, it's time to go. But
4: we started thinking, we started, you know, retraining our minds to be like, it's not that they didn't invite us. It's not that they didn't invite us. It's it's because God didn't want us to be there anyway. Right. And I can Mm -hmm. remember, y'all, listen to me. It was, it was, it was, it was a friend of ours wedding that happened. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we were supposed to go to uh, the reception and we didn't go. We went eat out. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, the next morning they didn't shot up the reception.
2: Oh,
4: I man. mean, wow, man. So now we, you know, when, 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 when they, if someone don't invite us somewhere, you know, it'd be like, it, it's almost like, yeah, we, it wasn't meant for us to Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord keeping us from something. We don't yeah. know what it is because we can't see everything that the Lord is doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. That's real,
5: And that's, that's good, man. And it, it kind of it brings to my mind, you know, as you was talking, you know, some, some Christians want to be loved too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, 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 are, they, they have the misconception <laughs> that, everybody, that everybody should love them. But that's what the words say he has not come to bring peace but a sword mm. and you got too mm. many christians mm. that's compromising and mm. wanting to say say something to tickle people's ears mm. and not talking about sin not talking about homosexuality mm. sure. not talking about abortion not talking about things that are obviously wrong you yeah. know right. but he's come to bring a sword you know and you will be hated for those things the, wow. the very things that the world loves you will be hated for. Yeah. That's the, the the very agenda that the enemy is pushing. Think about it, you going against that. You know, he he's the he's the prince of this world. Mm. He's roaming around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm. That's what Revelation says. He's gonna. He, he has made war against right. the, the, the woman seed. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we are the seed of the woman. He's making war against us. And we're so busy looking at the people that, that hate us and not looking at what's behind the people. Right. For the weapons of our warfare are not wow. cornered. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's you right. know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. wrestle not against flesh and blood, against right. principalities right. and, and powers. Right. You know, we will be hated just That's because right. we're on that other side. They hated Christ. Yeah. And he, he came to bring peace. Thinking he came not
2: to bring truth. When you put truth on the table, ah, you put you, truth Joe. on the table, eventually, you know, persecution and the hate is going to come with it. And that's the part, that's part of a believer's life, man. Yeah. To, to go through that.
3: To and I noticed that. like, and they, we all could attest to when we first got saved and just the the change, hmm. you know, oh, that everything confirms and proves the, the power of the gospel, man. When we go back to our friends and family, like hmm. it's just different. Super. It's just different now, Super. you know? Man, so you guys, we're going to wrap it up, man. We're going to, uh, I want to let you guys know, we want you guys to go ahead and be sure that you download uh, the Philly app. It's a yeah. free app. You get exclusive yeah. content on there. We've got a lot of new interviews of things happening that's been going on in the news uh, with different things. We want you guys to be able to uh, get that information, so we'll just go to so your app store get- and search uh, PCC. Lafayette. PCC PCC Lafayette. If you got Google um, or Android devices, go to your Google Play Store Apple devices. Same thing. Just search PCC Lafayette. Check out our website, www.philadelphiacc.org Go ahead. You can subscribe to our um, email blast list. Just type in your email address. You'll be able to connect that way as well. Follow us on Facebook as well. Just type in Philadelphia CC and you will find us. Also, check out Pastor Omar's Um, Instagram page and Facebook page. It is uh, Pastor Omar T. That's where where you can find it, man. They got those man of minutes every uh, uh, morning, Monday through Friday, man. Check those things out as well, man. Until next time, we thank you guys for chilling with us on the Reflections Post Show. This is Deacon J. Malvo. Shalom. Shalom.